0: Welcome to the Dollars and Cents Radio Show with your host, accountant and author, Carol Topp, the homeschool CPA. Carol takes confusing topics such as money and business and puts them into clear English. She's ready to share her knowledge with you on today's
1: show. Well, welcome back everybody to the Dollars and Cents show here with another episode of the Homeschool CPA Podcast. I hope you've been enjoying the um, interview I've been having with Jamie Buckland from West Virginia, a leader of the Appalachian, Appalachian Classical Academy. And uh, she shared in the other previous episodes how she started her academy um, how she um, charges people, and um, convinced us that it's it's uh, actually sometimes easier to pay employees. <laughs> but the and the other uh, the other episode you can find before this one um, was uh, Jamie's wonderful advice about how to deal with conflict and have tough conversations that she's learned, you know, obviously through lots of practice and lots of other people guiding her in management skills. So Jamie, I understand you told me this an email a little while back that you're working yourself out of a job well I think your job mm-hmm. right now is you are the executive director of nonprofit homeschool group um, mm-hmm. and
0: um, somehow you're you're working yourself out of a job so how are you doing that yeah so when we when we started ACA and three years ago Our first year, I can remember talking with Holly Schrock at Claritas, and she kind of chuckled at me when I told her what my workload was going to look like for that first year. And then on top of that, God gave us our fourth child in the midst of our first year and brought him along nine weeks early. So I learned a lot that year about what it looks like to have all these plates spinning and to be the crazed woman at the base of them. And what Holly had shared with me when we were creating ACA was to be very mindful of what I could and could not take on, and um, I didn't listen. And so I learned through experience. I'm, I'm known for that. Um, but we started out our year, I was the executive director, which means kind of managing the nonprofit, working with the board, and making sure that we're all all good on our business end and then I was also the headmistress so I was administrating oh. creating schedules and, um, and working with the tutors about the courses, courses that the, we were offering and then I was also tutoring that first year oh, so when we, when we had Easton nine weeks early and he was in the NICU for a month um, I learned that no one person should be in charge of all of that. It is just not wise. So, yeah. and because I because I have to have hard lessons, God said, "Here, we're going to teach you, Jamie," and He did. So, what I learned from that was that um, I, I needed to get to know my staff a little bit better. And so, you know, my heart was to control to manage, to oversee. And I think that those are ways that I think I'm being responsible and I'm being hospitable because Mm -hmm. I want our program to be well run. It's a good intention. Mm -hmm. Um, I Mm -hmm. want it to be worth people's time. And I work hard to think through things and um, to try to plan ahead. And I want there to be a uniform communication. I think a lot of leaders put themselves into this, or put themselves up on this platform because they want to have uniform communication. They want to communicate Uh, with their board and communicate with their advisory council and Mm -hmm. make sure it's uniform when it comes to the tutors. But you don't have to do everything yourself. And you have to trust the process and the people that you're working with that you don't have to have your hand in everything. I do think mm. it was a process for me because I wanted to fully understand those roles in the beginning. And to be a better administrator over my tutors and to be a better employer, I needed mm. to, I need to have my hand in the tutoring role. And I do love to tutor. But I also have to be reasonable about what all we can take on. So here are some practical steps that I'm taking to work myself out of the job. Um, hmm. I listen to my staff and create opportunities for feedback. I don't really necessarily wait for them to bring that to me on their own. So I've done feedback forms. I make sure that we schedule meetings, quarterly meetings. I also, for our advisory council, but I also try to make rounds at lunch. Just sit down and hmm. those mm-hmm. conversations mm-hmm. can come up organically. Mm-hmm. And then when you're having those, you need to take notes. You are only human. So you might have to carry a notebook around and while you're talking, even at lunch, say, you know what, that was, that was so good what you just said. Do you mind if I write that resource down hmm. so I can research that some more? I hear that you want to yeah. use these books in the course next year. Let me look that up. Um, I've been known to send myself a text or an email or even open up the audio recording in my phone and speak into it so that when I sit down in the office, I've got a list of things. And this allows Mm. me to get to know my staff. So instead of thinking that I'm the only rhetoric tutor that can lead rhetoric next year, I can listen to somebody and think, you know what, they may do a really great job with. Yeah. There there used to be a book, I I don't know when,
1: a while back, more than 20 years ago, called Management by Walking Around. It's kind of Mm. what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty old now. But I remember I had this boss back when I was, you know, before kids working as an engineer. And his his little cubicle was, you know, two cubicles down the hallway from a a group of us that were like six in one big room, right? When he wanted to talk to any of us, he would – Pick up his phone and call us. Hmm. He's two cubicles away, and he picks up mm-hmm. his phone, Jamie, and calls us. And mm-hmm. we'd say, we'd look at each other and say, why didn't he walk down here?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and, and mingle and talk to us and get to know us. Wow. Now I think it's because he was quiet and introverted and shy and all that stuff. But you're trying to fight against that. You're trying to say, right. no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk around at lunchtime. I'm gonna talk to my staff. I'm gonna get to know you and get to know, yep. yeah
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. and okay. and that takes great. some planning and that takes some planning because lunch at a program can be chaotic. Oh, so yeah, yeah. that that yeah. takes some planning. You need to be intentional yeah. about that or it's not that's not going to be a great opportunity. Yeah so, yeah and, okay and great you, great. Tip. Yeah, yeah. Once you're opening yourself up to that, um, you need to also set up an expectation where you welcome corrections. So my entire mm. staff knows that I would rather be corrected than for them to just sit on something so if i've made a mistake in the schedule don't feel bad that you need to come to me and bring that up Um, i'm not afraid of hearing that i made a mistake and i think leaders need to have more Mm -hmm. confidence in their abilities to communicate in their have more confidence in their community that we can handle the little hiccups it's okay that's not going to make or break anything um Mm -hmm. so So have an atmosphere where you can welcome the corrections, and and that will open your staff up to um, being prepared to come to you and talk to you instead of being disgruntled with something. And again, if we're looking to work ourselves out of a job, we want to have that communication with them so that we can put other people in the places and in the roles that we're currently trying to juggle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, And then as they contribute more, they're going to own the environment more. So if you have someone who has a small role right now, the more that they do, you know, if I have a tutor who's just handling a half an hour science class every other week, but I start to hear her heart and realize that she has a desire for read aloud and literature, then I can hear that she would be great at leading this course that maybe I thought I needed to handle. Or mm-hmm. another tutor, yeah. maybe another tutor has too much on her plate. So, and and then you're just trusting that God is working through your staff in a unique to them way. And instead of comparing one another or feeling insecure about that, I've learned to relish that. I've learned to just mm. love the gifts that my mm. staff have that I may not. Um, and I don't take myself so seriously. I mean, I have yeah. a place to serve. And but I don't have to control everything.
1: And you know, you know what my mother used to say. And I, I love my mother, but your proud mother probably said it too, Jamie. If you want anything done right, do it yourself. You do it yourself. That's what
0: they used to. Yeah, they, you see, your mother told you my. And that's such bad advice, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, it. And we are in a culture, especially for the homeschooling mother, where that's dangerous. Well. Well, I believe that that's dangerous for her to, to think that she's got, she's expected to do it all. That's not a good yeah,
1: place. Yeah, I agree. I've heard you talk about, listen to your staff, welcome correction, let them own it, give opportunities for feedback. All good stuff here.
0: Yeah. And and two, as far as the employing thing, um, if I can just speak back to that, I know that's on another episode, but you know, I do have employees. And so I am looking at how I can ensure that our community is well-rounded, that these people are all contributing. And so if an employee has a concern or if a parent has a concern, when you're charging a tuition and you're paying a compensation, it's easier to pick up the phone. You don't feel as guilty when you call up and say, Uh hey, can I have a few minutes of your time to discuss this? and And all of those opportunities give you more ground and and a better um, foundation to then use your people wisely, employ them in another role, and and lighten your load. And I can just say that this last year has been such a beautiful year for my family. It's been a beautiful year of homeschooling. And I want other homeschool leaders to Mm. feel that because what you typically hear is homeschool group leaders are just, the energy is being zapped out of them. And so I've been known to say I want to help people create programs that are for them and ensure that they are not for their communities because we, and I know that's your heart too, you want people to run programs and not burn out. And yeah. that, really, that really is essential to what I want to do. It's just help women to understand that you do not have to juggle it all. You can let some things go. And, so and we think you, of that, too, with you, our program. Yeah. Do
1: you think it's when we're running, you know, and trying to manage lots of volunteers that you somehow feel apologetic by calling that volunteer and asking mm-hmm. them to do more? You think that's it? But there's a I different think- attitude with an employee? Like, You know, I hired you for this job, and and I need you to do this job. And and sometimes employees are willing to take on additional jobs. Yeah, okay, I get that. I get that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And two, even if it's a parent who has a concern, and maybe they're not employed, maybe they don't have a role, Um, maybe they're not volunteering mm -hmm. yet, but they have a concern. If they're paying you, then, you know, it's like, oh, I hate to interrupt you in the middle of the day, but I just need to talk to you, versus, well, I don't want to call her. Because she's already doing so much for us. Mm-hmm. So that that lends to the charging mm-hmm. and the compensating thing. But even if you're volunteering, you know what? This is it speaks to that because if you're doing the eighty twenty rule and you're volunteering, then your staff that you're volunteering for, they need to see that you're not wearing yourself out. Because who's ever going to come up and be your successor? If they see that right. you're rolling oh, yourself yeah. ragged,
1: yeah. then Nobody. they're never going to yeah. want to do that. Mm-mm. So nope.
0: Nope, nope, nope. Whew. Yeah. I just
1: feel again like I just drank from a fire hose. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Whoosh. Good yeah. Stuff. It is a it is a lot, but I I do believe that it's doable. And I know you have a heart for taking the confusing money aspects mm-hmm. of running programs and mm-hmm. the, and the figure that out and communicate it in a clear way. And I think mm-hmm. that these what you're calling soft skills, which is the management part and, and yep. encouraging people and helping them to administrate, I think that we can do a better job. I just think that yeah. we need we need well, to hear the voices of people who are doing a better job. Doing so it, of, that's what I was gonna
1: say. A lot of us did not you know, we're not managers. There might be a few managers that became Homeschool leaders, but for the most part, most of us weren't. We we came into this leadership role because we loved our kids and wanted this group mm-hmm. to be successful. And uh, it's amazing; it's worked as well as it has, right, Jamie? Considering mm-hmm. we're a bunch of amateurs, but that's um, true. Uh, yeah, we're getting to the part where point where we are managing larger organizations and hiring employees, and you need to have these kinds of com- lines of communication that you're talking about and processes. Right. And you said, yeah. Process and yeah. trust. Trust the process and the people that, which means you gotta have a process set up and you have people that you hire and, you know, trust, which comes yes. from yes. this kind of this kind of help you've been giving them. Wow, thanks again. I feel like I gotta yeah. I gotta stop here and think about this for a while. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> good. It's a lot. This is good. Yeah. So you mentioned your website. We gotta mention it again. Your website yeah. is kind of new, but it's Jamie J A M I E Buckland i going to say that, mm-hmm. .net. Yeah, I think yes. I looked at a .com. That's something else. I think I could shop yeah. for clothes or something, that one. Okay, dot yeah. <laughs> so jamiebucklin.net. You're going to be blogging and sharing um, some more information to help homeschool leaders, especially those who might be interested in running classical programs, because that's what you do, um, Appalachian yes. Classical Academy is a classical program. So that's yeah. challenging in itself just because you have a different, you know, um, mindset and, and curriculum and all yeah. that stuff. Than,
0: yeah, yeah. Than, uh, I like to say that I'm, I'm working to provide homeschool group leaders with guidance in three areas of a program, and yeah. that's business, administration, and curriculum. And those are the categories that I kind of break it down. And so the blog posts that will be up will all kind of be specific to either the business of your program or the curriculum or the administration, the handling of things. So that's all happening at jamiebucklin.net.
1: Very cool. Well, very exciting how you're taking your experience and you know uh, transfer. You kind of did what I did. Um, um, when did I start homeschool CPA? About ten plus years ago now. I can't remember. Wow. Yeah. Who take my experience and my knowledge and say I think there's people who might benefit from it and look, you know, yes. kind of uh, got keeping me busy. So yes. Yeah. Kudos to you for for taking yes. your experience and helping um, homeschool leaders in this in this uh, different way from how I do it. So it's been, yeah, it's been fun. Yeah. It's been fun seeing what you're doing. So yeah um, folks again uh, Jamie check her website out and contact her for some services or consultations or I think you're running some workshops or classes or you know yeah, a, things four like week, that. a
0: four yeah. week course yeah I'm going to try to do one every month up and through up through June so four weeks every Sunday night they'll be recorded if you can't make it live and we we'll, we'll get you set up on how your business and, and curriculum and administration um, need to be strong in order to have a sustainable program.
1: Yeah, and to uh, not burn out, to work the, yeah. your dear leader out of a job. So thanks again. Thanks again for your time. Thank you, Carol. For sharing for sharing this with folks. I'm sure really going to appreciate it.
0: Thank you for joining the Dollars and Cents radio show with Carol Top here at the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. For more helpful information, visit Carol at her website, homeschoolcpa.com.